Welcome to Super Fight Freaks Podcast. This week we got a fucking doozy. I'm your host, H Town Hitler, and I'm joined by my boy, D Raz, the Chinatown Coon. Uh, Chinatown Coon, let me know how you're doing. I'm doing good, man. Just the same as always. Yeah, and you know what? I think we're gonna do something a little bit different today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're gonna talk a little boxing. Okay. All right. How does that sound? Sounds good, man. Sounds sounds good. I'm ready for it. Sounds like you forgot what you were going to say. No, 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 no. The, the, I've been thinking about it for, for days, laying oh, awake at night, suspense. man, not getting okay. any sleep, thinking okay. about uh, the, the, uh, the the juicy topics I wanted to get into. And uh, okay. let's just get right into it, man. Okay. What was your first thought when you heard that, uh, who was it, uh, e- Eglon, uh or error spence oh, pulled error. out of the uh pacquiao fight and then ugas was stepping in when that happened what was your first take in your head How well did you it process sounds that? to me it sounds like you have like a very un, you know not a popular opinion on it i mean i was disappointed because that was a big fight and you know this just isn't as big of a fight um I, I like I, I like Ugas more, uh, and I I think that's even a tougher fight, and it's gonna get get a lot of res- I'm gonna give him a lot of respect if he beats him. That's uh, may, t- maybe even a tougher fight in some respects because it's a, a lot less of a reward, you know, just as tough with, with you know, but just as much risk with you know way less reward. So you know th- that I, I like, but it, it just wasn't the fight I was looking forward to. It wasn't the fight I was, uh, you know, wanting for Pacquiao as as a good capstone to his career, you know. Yeah, what's funny is the closer that the Error Spence fight came, the more sure I became that Pacquiao was going to do really well in it. Yeah, as was I, yeah. Um, and what's funny, too, is he could have lost to Error Spence, right? And people would have said, oh, well, what do you expect? Error's bigger. He's younger. longer. He's younger. And, and it wouldn't have been a bad loss, right? But if he mm-hmm. loses to Ugas, it's kind of like, oh, well, he was shit. <laughs> you know, the, uh, he should have stopped up, years hang ago. It up. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. He should have never came back after the Thurman fight. That's what people are going to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, t- tell the people out there, t- tell the folks out there what you told me. What was your initial theory on, uh, because of the other people on the card, what was your initial theory if somebody got hurt? My initial theory was because uh, when we spoke about this on the last episode, whenever that was, we talked about the car. Actually, I think we and, just talked uh, about this on the phone. No, no, it was the last episode because okay. I remember you saying that, you know, or maybe it was on the phone. But either way, you know, you rightfully called out my autism about how, you know, that you know, I was excited about it. And you said, well, there's, you know, there's nothing of excitement there. And, you know, I, you snapped me out of it. But I said on the undercard, you know, they're going to have Robert Guerrero. They're going to open up the telecast, that pay-per-view telecast with a pay-per-view quality fight with Robert Guerrero versus Victor Ortiz. And tell everybody what you thought, you know, why you thought those guys are chosen. I thought it made a lot of sense. Yeah, well, you know, really, and I really, you know, being being where, where where I live, right in the heart of the business, and I talk to a lot of people, I'm starting to get a little bit of a better business sense for things, and I can I can see the business side of it, and I, and you know, there's no reason on earth. And, and let it be known, you're a business man. I don't, you know, look, I'm not a business man. I'm a business man. Exactly. Or whatever. <laughs> big, but, uh, big difference. Uh, big old. There's a big difference. But uh, no, uh, there's no reason on earth that uh, Robert Guerrero should ever be allowed anywhere near a boxing ring. And Victor Ortiz, I know he was showing his ding-a-ling to girls. He should be in prison right now. There's no reason this fight should be happening. Oh, did he get in trouble uh, in one of those situations? Was he trying to fuck a 15-year-old or something? 
Yeah, he turned himself in. So I don't what? Know. Wait, wait. What are you talking about? That's why he hasn't fought in like three years. <laughs> are you kidding me? Look it up. Yeah, he turned what? himself. Was it a boy or girl? Intrigue. I assume it was a girl. I don't know. I have no idea. I remember this because uh, when me and uh, one of our other associates were at a boxing tournament in California. We saw Victor Ortiz at the tournament, you know, making the rounds. I guess that's what his career had been reduced to at this point. It was like 2018. He was, uh, you know, just doing yeah. doing photo $10 handshake gets you a yeah. signed photo and a picture. Yeah, yeah, and this was just at local boxing tournaments. And we mean him. The reason I remember is because the very next day is when he turned himself in for, for these uh, alleged crimes against him. I don't know if he pled guilty or there was. So a did he show his dingling to a little boy or girl? Or he tried to fuck. Uh, I don't remember when I know because I mean it's Victor Ortiz or whatever. I mean there's not much. I mean who gives a shit? But uh, it's might as just some other Joe Blow off the street. I don't. But know you that. don't. You can't confirm if it was a boy or a girl. I can't. I'm pretty sure it was a cell phone thing. He was he was sending pictures or something. Yeah, but you don't know if he was sending them to a little boy or a little girl. I believe. He, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he was tricked. He said. But you don't he know if he was tricked by a boy or girl. He was probably no, yeah, no. I, I had to pontificate on it. I think he was tricked by a boy, probably. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just the fact. That, of the you know, that would make it so much like so much funnier if not only, you know, was he <laughs> engaging in uh, something that's you know it's nondescript to, to say the least, but he was also being tricked while doing it. Like, imagine if a little twink had him convinced that there was not a dingling between his legs. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, well, welcome back, Victor. We yeah, missed you. I, he's coming back. But you said uh, that in case one of these guys would have pull out, uh, explain, you know, you know, explain that. Well, I said, look, it makes perfect business sense. The reason they're having these two idiots fight, these two morons fight each other is because if for the big dongs, the main event, Pacquiao versus Error, if Error gets hurt, then Pacquiao's got a, he's got a tall, he's got a southpaw that can step in there in, in uh, Robert Guerrero. Robert Guerrero's already a southpaw. He's already got that type of style. It's perfect. He can step it in Pacquiao. It won't, it won't change much of the game plan for Pacquiao. Robert Guerrero can step right in there and he can beat the shit out of him. And uh, if old man Pacquiao uh, dislocates his hip or something like that and Aaron needs somebody to fight, Victor Ortiz is going to have a pressure, hard-hitting style that Pacquiao is going to have. And he can slide right in there. Robert Guerrero can go fuck himself and Victor Ortiz can slide right into Pacquiao's spot and they can fight each other. And I'm almost 100% positive that's what that fight was for. Those were just spare parts. Either one of those guys would get blasted out by Pacquiao or Air, and uh, that's why they had them on the card. But, uh, you know, I guess that, you know, Pacquiao doesn't roll that way. You know, he's from a different generation. I'm sure Air was all excited for that. That's the whole reason he signed for this fight. The only reason he signed up is because he said, you know, hopefully Pacquiao and his old age will go down and I can fight Victor Ortiz instead, fresh off of the, the conviction or whatever. So... But, you know, that's not that's not what Pacquiao So I think it adds even more gravity to the situation that Pacquiao clearly had a much easier option and it makes much more no. sense. And I, let me I can this. fight a southpaw because Ugas yeah. isn't a southpaw. So, you know, he said, oh, I'll fight the southpaw that I was training for. Uh, Robert Guerrero, welterweight. These guys are all in the same weight division. Let's slide him in there. And I'm sure Robert Guerrero would have been happy to do it. Uh, let me say this. A lot of the uh, mestizo mutts out there that call themselves journalists are uh, they're kind of pushing this narrative. Right. And now this is on the what I like to call the faked based reporters out there who like to think that they're like us, but they're actually they're just controlled opposition. Um, do not be fooled. Uh, if you're here, you're at the right place. Mm -hmm. But a lot of these guys have been pushing this narrative that um, this was known for a long time that. Uh, Arrow had this little eye injury, right? That this was not actually a short notice replacement. Both Ugas, Pacquiao, and Arrow knew that this is what would happen for a while. 
And uh, a lot of people were saying uh, on Arrow's side that uh, he looked like shit in training camp leading up to this. So do you think this is some kind of PSYOP job or you think this is a legitimate, hey, we didn't know what happened. This happened. Let's throw an Ugas. Oh, wow. Thank the gods. I, you know, this is the first time I'm hearing of that. That doesn't, um, I don't know. That, that that sounds fake to me. I don't think that, that, that I mean, look, Ugas isn't an easy fight. Like I'm saying, I don't think you're going to hear this on any of the other ones, but I think this is a harder fight uh, than, or just as hard of a fight as is air would have been. And I, I like Ugas more. We've talked about it a long time. He's yeah, kind of yeah. like the boogeyman of the division. And uh, he's someone that he's older, uglier, you know, no money involved. And it's just the heart of a fight, you know, so no one's going to want to do that. So I think it's, this is, you know, this is a, this is, there's no reason for Pacquiao to do this. Why would Pacquiao agree to this? If they knew Arrow, I would think if we were in Pacquiao's position, if you, you were my manager and I was Pacquiao, you'd be like, okay, well, if Arrow can't do it, then fuck it. Then we're not doing anything. Then, and we're not going to take, you know, we have enough money. We don't need, you know, there's no, there's literally no reason to do it, you know? Yeah. You know, you look at style wise, you look at the fight with Error, what that would have been would have been this tall guy uh, coming forward, putting pressure. Yeah. Sure. Behind a jab with some attention paid at distance. But overall, this would have just been a guy coming forward, trying to put pressure. And uh, style-wise, uh, that's something we've seen Pacquiao deal with a lot. And uh, he, he has really no trouble. If you're going to try to walk Pacquiao down, you're going to be in for a rude surprise. No, no, that was Pacquiao of yesteryear. Obviously, every year, I think we can expect diminishing returns. But all this fight was about, in my opinion, was did Pacquiao have enough left? Because if mm-hmm. he had enough left, he's going to beat Aero Spence. Yeah, that, that was I, my exactly, opinion. Yeah. Now, with the Ugas fight, dude, I cannot think of a guy like Ugas that he's fought. I mean, I guess recently you could say Adrian Broner and the fact that uh, it's a guy who's going to give some lateral movement and really try to pick his shots. But uh, honestly, I think Ugas is far superior to Adrian Broner. But Pacquiao had a lot of trouble, in my opinion, with Broner. I thought that he was a very... Broner. I know. Do you, who do you think won that fight? I think he won that fight, but I think he won it seven to five or even a draw. I thought it could have went either way with the round within a round. I thought it was I think very Pacquiao close. won that fight. I, I didn't think he had the success that he wanted, but I don't know. I, I was in the camp. I thought Pacquiao won that fight. Sure. But, but like Ugas said, is going to fight is much better. Yeah, he's yeah, going to get bigger, stronger, yeah. uh, much more committed, doesn't much more active. If he, I mean, Ugas has been knocked down in fights before and comes back and wins them. Yeah, much more active, much more determined. Yeah, I think he's a, then, he's then look, a harder Adrian down, Broner. Look at he's Jeff ultra Horn. Adrian Broner. Okay, he fought Jeff Horn. That, that's not the same. He fought Jesse Vargas. That's not the same. Uh, Chris Algieri, obviously not the same. Matisse? Yeah, I mean, Matisse was a heavy bag in there. You know, yeah. but I, I'm going back. I don't see a guy that just really resembles that style. Uh, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. this is the hard style, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see it. Uh, and Ugas is a good Walter. I mean, that's a legitimate... You know, if you can't fight Spence, I think Ugas is the next best available contender. Or next, he's a champion. That's the next best available guy I would want to see him fight, you know. And I never thought you'd see this fight. So this will be one of those things that I think is going to be lost in time, lost in history. And it won't be looked on very favorably or won't be looked on like a big moment in his career. But this is a heck of a fight that, you know, there was no reason we should have gotten this fight. Yeah, I say all psyops aside, all the mestizo mutts out there with their uh, takes, I think. Uh, come Saturday night, it's one for the freaks. This one will be one for the legitimate super freaks out there that that's you know still like to see men fighting men, still like to see who's the toughest guy in the room. This will be a, a fight for those people. So hopefully we'll see that, and maybe the winner gets Spence. You know who who knows. Speaking of the toughest guy in the room, did you hear? I saw some flyer 
on this uh, mud show that happened in like Mobile, Alabama or some shit recently. It was Enzo Mori versus uh, Jerry the King Lawler in a casket match was being advertised. That didn't happen. <laughs> yes, it did, dude. All right, well, hang on. G- give, me, uh, give me one second. I'm going to go check on something. You can tell them the story and then tell me the story uh, uh, right after. Yeah, I, sure. I, I, that does, doesn't sound right. Uh, look, guys, as far as story, what you know, h- how can I prove that this happened? Uh, I'll be honest, I can't. All I saw was a flyer posted online, and it was just obscure enough. It was just odd enough that it, it felt real to me. Uh, it, it seemed like this wasn't just for laughs. It seemed, it seemed like somebody cut and edited this copy-paste bullshit off of paint with the true intention of selling tickets to this show. Uh, that, you know, I do think this was the work of a businessman, of, of a promoter who's money centric, man. And I, and, I, and I think this guy is giving us dream matches. And that and that's why we're seeing Enzo Amore against Jerry the King Lawler, man. Casket match. So I, I think it's very real. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I just looked it up and, and, and I'm, I'm looking at the proof now. It's right there. Yeah. Enzo Amore, man. Uh, with the real classy attire, uh, gray shorts with the uh, purple leggings going up against uh, Jerry the King Lawler. And look, he, he loses the casket match. Uh, Lawler actually looks fucking good for 75 or however old he is. Uh, but yeah, this fucking actually happened. I'm, I'm looking at it. So uh, I think this has been a good time for the freaks. You, you know, we're, we're in uh, maybe one of the darkest periods uh, of timeline that, that you could be in. But, but look. There's still things happening out there for the freaks. Enzo Mori versus Jerry Lawler. Manny Pacquiao versus Jordanis Ugas. Uh, you know, it might be white boy season after all. Yeah, I just looked it up, man. I just saw the pictures. Uh, it happened, man. The, the Honda Civic Center in fucking uh, Tucson, Arizona or some shit. Uh, Jerry the King Lawler against Enzo Mori. Absolutely based. Um, well, we're gonna have to tell me how that's based. Uh, first of all, is uh, Jerry King Lawler is he not uh, under how does that work? Is he un, uh, the w under the contract of the WWE or no? I think they let him do some mud shows, they let him do much shows. And this is chooses. this is WrestleFest 25, so this has been going on for a long time. I, I think no, that doesn't. I mean, they could be doing a show every three weeks, so and that's how they get up to 25. Bellator does two or no, one show no, a day. No. Bellator will do triple headers a show Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then that's how they're up to Bellator 394 now and shit. So, I mean, it, it could be something like that. I can't imagine Jerry, they've been doing this for 25 years. So, so I think, I think 25 years, man. Yeah, okay. It, well, so, Jerry Lawler's allowed to do mud shows. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd call that a mud show. He's it's a casket match. What is the what is the reasoning for that? Uh, I don't know, man. New generation, young versus old. Casket. Okay. Do you? I, I, honestly, this reminds me of when they had those saw those uh those uh, Taliban uh, shows that the WWE is doing. You know the ones? Oh yeah, dude. I, I'm so happy. I, I, I can't. I hope they go back to uh, Afghanistan soon, because that just fell to the Taliban. Uh, yeah. So, uh, dude, I, yeah, I'd well, no, I'd love a show them. over there. They're already doing them, and uh, they did one with the Undertaker not too long ago, doing a casket match. And it was like it was going to be Undertaker versus Chris Jericho, then Undertaker versus, you know, Kevin Nash. And then they finally finished this Undertaker versus a uh, um, uh, Rusev in, in a casket match. You remember that? Uh, no. So, OK, yeah. Well, there's no reason to remember, but that was the last time they did a casket match, I think, uh, with no build. 
and, and it worked out pretty good for everybody involved. So, you know, hopefully this will elevate uh, Enzo and, and hopefully this will elevate uh, Jerry the King Lawler. He needs a, he's been waiting on a push. Yeah, I really this is one of the rare situations where both guys are getting the rub off each other. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, honestly, at this point, you know, Jim Cornette can say whatever he wants, but it's very hard to imagine that um, Jerry Lawler can shine up anybody anymore. Uh, it, his his star power is all but faded. Dude, and- I, I like I like Cornette as much as the next guy, but the way he talks about how some of these guys look like tough guys, you know, Bobby Eaton looked like a ten pound sack of shit. Bobby uh, Eaton, Pharaoh, I have no doubt in my mind would have kicked the shit out of you easily. Dude, I uh, I tell you one thing, I'll grab Bobby Eaton by his flabby face, dude. I'd pull <laughs> that fucking mullet down to me. I'd, uh, dude, uh, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane or Stan Hansen, whoever the, the it's was Stan little... Lane, Bobby Eaton, Dennis Condry. Uh, listen, and I, I I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna say R.I.P. to Bobby Eaton. That, that was a big hit to the to the uh, wrestling community. Uh, have you ever seen his film? I looked up after he died. Obviously, I wasn't a big Midnight Express fan. Uh, I looked up some of his uh, clips. Uh, have you ever seen his finishing move called the Alabama Jam? Uh, no. Is that the top rope leg drop? Yeah, it's the top rope leg oh, drop. Oh, dude, it's funny. because I, I, Yeah, I saw that. And the, and the first, like, my first thought was this guy is 10 times the athlete of CM Punk because yeah, he gets up there, dude. That's what I was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he's getting high, actually. Like, Yeah, that was those. painful as shit, dude. I was like, dude, he's going to break. So he, no way. I guess he didn't ever injure anybody because he's a good wrestler. But I was like, there's, he's, I'm not taking that move. He's going to break my fucking neck doing shit like that. And then, yeah, and then I, I juxtaposed that with CM Punk falling off the top rope and stuff. And Yeah, I love watching the slow motion gifts of CM Punk leaping from the, uh, the turnbuckle to the outside of Spanish announce table because the guy gets almost negative, negative air. Air. he just yeah, falls he, he loses altitude <laughs> yeah he falls yeah but the bobby eating way bigger too not only that way yeah. bigger than cm punk it gets high as fuck and i and uh, john cena stole it but yeah i think he he does it really good and but dude i would move. i would love the fight and i'm saying right now me as i am versus in his prime dr death steve williams dude i would <laughs> fucking massacre that old fuck i would be rooting for you but there's no 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 chance dude <laughs> i've, I've seen him fight so many different periods of his career uh the guy's a second and look haku too haku next that's a big <laughs> oh, boy about haku now dude i think haku would beat you <laughs> i don't believe any of those mud show stories about pulling out eyes and being the baddest guy in the room once i saw dr that in pride get lit up by a an absolute japanese shitter i'm gonna talk about one of the guys are own 10 lose to everybody he fucking lights he lights up dr death Lights that, that him up. Confusing. Those guys Dr. Death got shooters. obliterated by fucking. And we're trying to make wrestling all legitimate and shit. How come those guys have never put? How come Haku was in a, a, a lower tier mid carder his entire his 50 year career? Because he's a shitter, dude. <laughs> well, if he's such a tough guy, I mean, why wouldn't they want to push the legitimacy of it? Okay, well, let him let him do an eyeball gouge or whatever in the ring, and then we'll push him to the main event. What was the point of ever doing that? Uh, and if you want legitimacy, yeah, they should have had him take more liberties, dude. I, I still love that clip of Yokozuna. <laughs> Just uh, th- th- there's a clip of him doing that bonsai drop on a uh, on a jobber. Oh, that's fucked up. Uh, did he absolutely <laughs> just sandbags him? Yeah, that, I don't know what the why he did that. that Have you seen that said one? Something to him backstage. Yeah, it's very famous where he like flattens him. Where he flattens. Yeah, him yeah. Out. I wish he would have killed him, dude. <laughs> dude, honestly, what's not cool about that? It is cool <laughs> on the Super Five Freak Show, but anywhere else, that's not. You can't. You can't pub. That's something you're not allowed to publicly support uh dude he's literally like 550 pounds <laughs> that jobber's like 125 pounds like it dude Give he's like for the three people, times dude. his size yeah dude he, he could have killed him right there i don't understand what the point of that was to protect then he the sat business. on him he sat on him for like eight seconds too way to protect the business camp. dude 
Yeah, way. But then, what I love is there's a there's a part where you could see as soon as Yoko lands, like it flashes over his face, like that was too hard. And then oh, yeah. for for a split second, he looks to try to shift his body weight, like on his feet a little bit to get it off, and then he just says, "Fuck it," and yeah, he just yeah, he relaxes completely on, on the guy's chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. He's like, "That was that was too stiff," and then he's like, "Well, I guess he took it." And then yeah, then he, <laughs> it's done. Well, I guess he's fine. And I guess he was fine. <laughs> you know what's even funny? You think he got paid, you know, sixty-five dollars <laughs> for that, for that dessert. <laughs> Dude, I love. Have collapsed. you seen the clip of uh, not the Twin Towers or the skyscrapers that it was Sid Vicious? Sid and, Vicious tag team. Yeah. What's have you seen that clip where uh, there's some shitter? It's on his birthday, <laughs> and he's like, uh, he just wants to get some hits in in front of his uh, wife and shit out in the crowd. No. Yeah, well, there's some like little six foot nothing shitter and his, his tag team partner. <laughs> and uh, the match, I don't even know it even starts because it seems like it starts tornado tag style where the skyscrapers just unload on them. Well, he's not selling shit. He's popping back up. He's not going down. And they're getting more and more frustrated with him. And he, all he wanted to do was look tough for a second, put on a show for you know his family that were there. Even though he's a no-name jobber, I don't know why he thought that anybody would be down for that. Since, <laughs> since it was in his hometown on his birthday. You know, it gives he gives a thought, shit. Yeah, okay. He thought, why not? So, uh, dude, one of these guys, and he's just like a five foot eight nothing. Right. And uh, one of these guys, they fucking power bomb him, uh, real sandbagging, real hard on that shit. He hardly sells that. That's the finishing move, I think. Right? The jack <laughs> yeah. He knife. like, and then he gets thrown out of the rings. Uh, then Sid Justice comes out there and he's leveling him. He's uppercutting him. He's punching him in his stomach as hard as he can. <laughs> and uh, the the match just ends awkwardly, like after like uh, forty five seconds, a minute doesn't really go any kind of length of time that the tag team partner when he realizes what's happening he fucking bells he's like yeah i'm out of here dude uh yeah it was great man he leaves in the middle of the match you think he got paid oh yeah oh i don't know i would love to send backstage would have happened but you know, and then you juxtapose that to uh do you think kenny omega would have let that guy on his birthday get some off yeah dude thing? kenny omega would have had a 45 minute match with him <laughs> They would have gone Broadway, dude. They'd have had a Broadway where there's no finish. It's a it's a double count out. They fight to the backstage, <laughs> yeah. and then and then Jim Ross and Mike Tenay is like, and all right, folks, up next we've got uh, Luchasaurus. They just leave it at that. There's not even explanation what happened. <laughs> yeah, so th- there is a place that because I do like seeing Vader fold up some uh, fucking retard and and you know quadruple dude, I power think they bomb. Be cool. able to take liberties on the mid card guys. <laughs> I'm sorry when it's Kane versus Zack Ryder, that should end in some kind of. That's a that's a hospitalization a shoot, angle. Shoot slash injury thing, you know. <laughs> that's a hospitalization angle. You know, that's what they should do to repackage guys. They don't do that anymore. That'd be a good way to repackage your entire mid card or your lower tier. Your, you know, your curve. Well, you can't do that the- because now guys get thrown off of fucking off the, the roof of money in the bank and they come back the next Monday. Or they get their eye gouged out on pay-per-view and they're back. Well, the, you know, the next Kevin Monday. Nash brought up a good point, and we're going a little deep on this, but Kevin Nash brought up a good point. He said, you know. The one thing that will never get back that was, uh, you know, forever damaged is when Cactus Jack, he's like, when when Mick Foley fell off that cage through whatever, and he didn't even know the spot. Whatever he fell through, whatever he did, he's like, he turned it into a stun show after that. He's like, There's, there was no coming back from that. And they, they were, and the corner was like, you know, that's right. He's like, really? He's like, you know, we all loved it. We, and we, we love Mick Foley and all that. And he's like, but he's like if you think about it he's like if he took that bump for real and everyone saw it for real he's like and then not only did like he continue to have he wrestled for years after that he's like he finished the whole match like that was the right the beginning that was the first minute like he did a whole match after that he come got up and he's like there was no way in hell we're ever going to be able to ever sell anything (laughs) as a hospitalization angle is 
oh, he's really hurt. Where now he's like, yeah, now you have to start. He's like, now you have to start hitting people with cars and you have to start lighting people on fire because there's just no <laughs> way you can ever believe that one share shot to the head sent someone to the hospital when he's getting thrown off the top of buildings. So that is a good point that, you know, you don't really consider. So, yeah, I know look, wrestling's gay. You know, that's what happens when you have a gay, you know, you're doing a gay thing. You're going to have fucking stupid problems. So fuck, yeah, oh, no, fuck, it, fuck it, Mick Foley, fuck Jim Cornette. You know, that's fuck that's Bobby it. Eaton. No, no, no. R.I.P. to Bobby Eaton. He was he, a good old Alabama boy, man. You don't know anything about him, dude. I, I, I'm sad. Uh, I don't know if anyone listens to Jim Cornette's podcast out there, but you know, he had a whole tribute show for him. It was very touching. And at the end, he had uh, someone made a song for Bobby Eaton. Oh, like they yeah. wrote a, did a ballad for him and, you know, good night to the Midnight Express. And uh, it, it was touching, man. I, you know, I, I wasn't a big fan, but, it, you know, I challenge you to listen to that song and not think about your own mortality uh, hit and think about your legacy and how people are going to remember you. All right. I, I challenge you to do that. Well, I think it, people you know, need to think about how uh, how I'm going to remember them, because I, <laughs> I think that's the bigger issue. Uh, yeah. Not too favorably, I'm assuming. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah. Let, let, let's get off of the mud show for a second and, and head back to boxing. What, what's your pick? What do you think is going to happen? Gut uh, tonight or Saturday night, rather. Manny Pacquiao versus Jordan Sugas. How do you see that? I personally see Pacquiao bludgeoning him bludgeoning him man that'd be great i don't know man it's one of those things where you know i've been a pacquiao fan i've been a pacquiao detractor he you know when you have a career oh yeah i've gone full circle on it yeah yeah, you live you live long enough to see yourself become a villain and in his case become a hero villain hero he he should have never really been a villain but you know i was always against him then i was formed then there was another you know He's like the big show. There's another, you know, six month period, two fight stretch. I was against him. And yeah. now I'm I'm for him. Now this final, this one last thing, I'm for him. And uh so I can't root against him. I want him to win. I'm feverishly gonna be rooting for him. Like, you know, I'm I live in uh Manila. I'm 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 parading through the streets of the Philippines. I'm rooting for Pacquiao, but at the same time, I do like Ugas as a dark horse and uh, you know, someone who wasn't given too much respect. And I usually do like the Cubans. And their, you know, their views. So I, I really like rooting for them. And what do you I mean like their views? <laughs> uh, they're, they're, usually the, the, their views on the world. Uh, like communism? Uh, no, 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 no. The ones that made it to America. Oh, okay, okay. The, the, the you make the ones, ones. That, the ones that made it to America. <sighs> done pretty good. The ones that, that made it. They don't belong here. I'll say that. Too. What about your Romero? You didn't like any of his. No, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want his uh, ass. Well, okay, the you can, either. Yeah, well, you can get him out. It's up to you. Then you can get him out of here. Then I'll grab him by his little fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, uh, no. But I do like. Right, hey, what, what would you think, honestly, if I got into some little shoulder bump situation of your Romero on Vegas, and I fucking not, I backhanded the shit out of him. Knocked spit out of his mouth, little blood, his little lip popped on my knuckle. And I pointed at and I pointed at him after I said, get the fuck out of here. And it, and what would you do if he did? What would you how would you process that in your head? I would process it as he was being very respectful and overly nice to you. And there was no reason for him to let that go. That's what I processed as he was being very no, I don't I, you know, I don't I don't like that. That that even it, that would be my best moment in life. <laughs> <laughs> and you would still somehow pivot it. It, 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 it was uh, a psyop, uh, not real. <laughs> yeah, didn't count. His parole, he fucking, he's got a. Right, what, what, a if he, what if as he, what if as he walked off, I sucker punched him and he crumbled. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess I would count that a little bit more. Oh, I guess you knocked him out. That was hard <laughs> to do, but. 
we better get out of here. I'm not helping. I'll say that if I was, if you're saying I was on watching as well, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm leaving immediately. Dude. As, as soon as I saw you cock back on the, uh, the back yeah. slap, I would do this thing. I would do the power walk, like not running away, but I would turn around and do like a power walk. Like, oh, I'm not involved. Dude, like, I, I, like the Joker did when he blew up that hospital. I'd do that type of walk in the opposite direction. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Now, you know what, you know what, you, I would think, because I think about the lot, you know, like I, I, I would have your back in most situations. But a situation where you just brought it upon yourself like that against people that I know I'm going to get my shit kicked in with, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I would consider that that, okay, well, you went solo at that point. You know, that's your heel turn. I'm rooting for you. You know, you know, like when you do the ring of fire workout and you kind of like skip around the ring, like you face the center of the ring, you just move uh, uh, laterally. I would do one of those kinds, but in a straight line, (laughs) enough distance there, I could start just walking off, you know. (laughs) <laughs> like i said I, I would do the power walk out and i would always root for it. i hope to see you at back of the hotel room or whatever but i mean if i don't see you in a couple hours i'm like yeah i'm gonna <laughs> guess i'll call the police station or the hospital or something i'm sure i think i know what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know anyway uh no i like ugas and um oh, think I he's gonna to- take it um no, I'm gonna pick Pacquiao. I'm gonna pick Pacquiao. But I, like I said, he's a really good. You know, I can't say this is a 50-50 fight. Uh, it just depends. It really is a 50-50, depending on how much Pacquiao has left. Obviously, Pacquiao was, you know, the Pacquiao of 2000. If this was, you know, prime of his career, then no, I think Pacquiao beats the, uh, a guy of Ugas's level easily. But I do think Ugas is very good, and he probably always would have been competitive with Pacquiao. I just don't think he would have beaten him, and. Um, I, I think he's going to lose, but we'll, we'll see, man. It's going to be a good fight. And like I said, uh, there's been talk. I've been, I've wanted to work with Ugas and spar him and get rounds in with him. So, you know, there, there would be some upside there if he wins, but I'm picking Pacquiao. I'm going to go with Pacquiao. I don't know yeah. if he thrashes him like you're saying, but I do. Oh, think no, okay. he that, that's a bit power. of an overstatement. I don't think he stops him, but, but, but I think he does. I do put, think he has power. I think the power will show through Pacquiao's power. I think he'll get. He'll get he's going to put hands all over him. And, and I think with a guy of Ugas, like what's also beneficial for Pacquiao is this really isn't the youngest welterweight. As far as top welterweight you could go, this is definitely a guy who, in my opinion, is in his twilight of effectiveness. Has to be his last two good years. Last, this is it. Maybe this is it even. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't look at uh, Pacquiao and say he's 42. You know, the guy is a freak he's a uh he's in kind of that realm of you know the greatest of his era Uh, legitimately yeah as a once in a generation exactly so so you you can't hold anybody else to that standard but everyone effectively what is he's 35 he's 35 he's 35 okay that's twilight that's already twilight yeah that's already that's that's, hang it up time that's already most guys and as good as boxing is i see him get hit in every fight yeah Uh, gets it been knocked down been knocked down. I think he be, can be crumpled, and I just it's it's going to be really interesting. But uh, I I just think Pacquiao is a little bit more reliable in that sense. Even though what is Ugas undefeated or no no he has uh he he took a that's another oh that's like, right no he yeah, a yeah. Lot of losses early he has like four losses. yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah once he went on a tear he went on a tear and beat all the contenders it actually dropped the fight to Sean Porter which is very close but um. That's about it. Other than that, yeah, he's been very consistent. But in the beginning, no, you know, he has losses. He's been knocked down and came yeah. back. He's been knocked down hard, and he's came back to win fights and things like that. Hey, look, I'll say this: it's unfortunate because I think Pacquiao 
it would be great if Pacquiao just blows through him and absolutely decimates him. And then, you know, while Pac- for me, I don't know what anyone else will say, but I mean, I think, oh, man, Pacquiao, he's still got, he's got a couple more fights left in him still to, the, to that. But it'd be unfortunate because I do think Ugas could beat Spence. I do think he could beat some of these other top welterweights. And if he gets blasted out by Pacquiao, you know, I don't think he'll ever get another chance, which is unfortunate. That, But, you know, that's boxing. That's how it shakes out. Well, speaking of other welterweights, have you seen Keith Thurman? I know he shaved his head sometime Dude, he ago, looks I'm like thinking. he... What the fuck happened to him? Was his hairline always that fucked up? I don't remember. He that almost looks like present-day Shawn Michaels, like with the horseshoe haircut and no hair on top. You know, I always it's thought pretty he was a drastic. black guy, and then when he shaves his hair, uh, when he shaved his head, yeah, he looks like... Oh, he looks well, very who's white. the guy he always dedicates to? Gustinzo Lewis? Ben or... Getty. Okay, yeah, Ben Getty. That's a white guy. Yeah, that's not his dad, though. I don't, don't, I don't, I, I don't care about the story anymore, but I, I know. <laughs> ben, <laughs> well, any, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, no, this is weird what happened to um, Thurman. I don't know if it's something that we should be happy for or like something you want to model your career after, but yeah, man, he, he was right at the very top. He, he was the number one welterweight, and then he just went for like three years in a row having one fight or no fights, yeah, yeah. And then he finally loses, gets that one loss, and now I mean, you haven't heard of him since. And, and then the COVID. hair thing. Yeah, and then the hair thing, and you know, what if what if he was like Samson? And then it's weird. I like to see him bounce back because if you look at uh, uh, Jorge Masvidal, dude, he had a bad hair situation about five years ago. His was like geometric, like it would, it would like just made like a square on his head. Did you ever know? I think he was cutting it like that. It was all fucked up, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. But when funny, he had his shaved head, and then he, yeah, yeah. But then now it's like as it's grown, it's still like there's still that damaged hairline, but he's kind of salvaged it in in some way. Like it, it, uh, it almost looks good. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he, he turned it around. And so uh, I don't know. My question to you is, do you think that there's any way for this arc to change for uh, uh, the Ben Getty guy? Do you think there's some way he could make on, on a world I stage? Be, on I, a think, world, I think if hold up on a world stage. Do you well, think I he think can, if he used like Manix at all or something like that, that's only you can get that at Walmart for like 12 bucks. So like a like a one month blind so, I so think do you think he, he will like, come back on a world stage you know that's oh it's it's so tough to you know to, to say i think he could it's, i don't know what he has left because you know you know it's not gonna work it may be too late is what i'm saying you know it may be too far gone at this point if i were him if i were ben getty and i was to talking to keith thurman i would tell listen man you get started now. We get you get started. We'll do it six months of this Minix at all. And if he if it comes back, you know, if he comes back to about listen, if he comes back to about seventy five percent of what he was, I think he can compete on a world stage. I don't think the welterweight division is all that deep. I think he can come back. But if no, if he if you know he wants to keep shaving his head and experience because every time he shaves, it's going to come back less and less. And then I think no, then there's no chance. So look, it's probably you know what? It's probably too late for him. No, I don't think he comes back. Mm-hmm. Guys don't come back. At least like not that. on the world stage. No, not on the world stage. He could do like what Chad <laughs> Dawson does and, and and you know fight on the Connecticut bingo I'm hall scene. Regionals. <laughs> yeah, the Connecticut bingo hall scene and winning split decisions look, once a year. Yeah, he could do that. But. I don't have a good transition for this next part. So I'm just I'm just gonna say speaking of. But speaking of prior associates, let's say we did have a podcast before this, mm-hmm. and let's say we did get a little bit unhinged, but let's say we also had guys in our circle, or at least on the peripheral of our circle, you know, who we shouted out and they would shout us out. I think you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about BMW WWE, right? Uh, you remember that shit show of a podcast, you know, absolutely terrible, completely embarrassing. 
Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if he still does that podcast anymore, but but I know he does a new one now. And look, I'm gonna go, even though it's it's so terrible. I think everybody should listen. But it, it's called Devil's Advocate. Now, good luck finding it because I've searched for it by that name, and there's about one thousand other podcasts called Devil's Advocate. I thought you couldn't steal a name. I thought you had to have your own original name. There's about ten thousand and three on That's my last not. search of Devil's Advocate, and theirs was nowhere on there. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm on his Podbean, and uh, I'm I'm looking at the now he does it with two other guys, right? So it's three shitters. Look, dude, how how are you that old? You listen to podcasts, I would assume. How are these still? You're listening to these played out topics. Now, now bear with me for a second. Ronda Rousey, no, best okay. woman of all time. Devil's Advocate, episode 19, August 12, 2021. Okay, here's the topics. Cancel culture. Oh, wow. I wonder what they're going to say about that. Are they going to go in? Is cancel culture finally going to get its comeuppance? Are people finally <laughs> sick of it? Well, oh, if the man. people at Devil's Advocate are tackling it, then I think it's. Oh about yeah, time. I think I think cancel culture. Your days are numbered because yeah, yeah, yeah. finally somebody's going to speak Stand up. Stand up this. to it. Yeah. All right. Let, let's see what else they got. Uh, the judicial system. Oh, buddy. Is it a political yeah. podcast? Uh, I don't know. Here's There's what it, here, those. Here's what it says: conversation of guests to discuss sports, anime, movie, politics, and anything else that's controversial. I didn't realize sports and anime <laughs> and movies were controversial. Okay. Well, what the, if it's kids sports and kids animes and things? That's like that. true. Yeah. The point. The point is what you're talking. The point is to show the world we can have differing opinions and still be friends and family. I disagree. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, uh, uh, let me tell you, well, let's say something right now. You, you, you tell them, Pharaoh, that, that that's what they're trying to show. What are we trying to show the world? A hit? Well, let, let me finish this, this right now, and I'll tell you right, what, exactly what we're trying to show. But let, let me finish this episode. Uh, is it Dr. Dre's fault his 37-year-old daughter is homeless? Okay, that's actually a funny topic. I'm, I'm not <laughs> mad at that one. I don't think I they, know that I don't think they took. I'm going to guess they did uh, go down the path we would have went down with that, but that there's a lot of potential on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I, I think they're going to screw it up, but there's a lot of potential. I'm not mad at that. Uh, then they have, does the entertainment industry change people? <laughs> well, how would you know, you stupid fuck? <laughs> You're not in it, and you don't know anybody in it, you dumb piece of shit. Okay. Uh, the judicial system then uh why you shouldn't believe everything you see or read on the internet oh that's, wow that, that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah dude you can watch an episode of iCarly on nickelodeon and they're giving out these look warnings. look look episode 17 is social media deadly oh my god yeah they, 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 they tackled up. this on iCarly in 2008 <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on those topics this are is season four these are, these are all season four this is all season four he's talking about <sighs> That's embarrassing. Now, now, let me tell you what our podcast is about. Or, or, or do you want to try to explain it? Well, you know, just because it, it, it reminded me when he said, you know, they're trying to show us that we can all have different opinions and still be friends and family. Yeah, and I think know, we draw our line lot. on what can be friends and family as uh, literally race. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. And, not, and sometimes not even that. Yeah, I, I, I would say race and strictly opinions are, are, are what uh, separate us and uh, define everything. Uh, yeah, and about yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, you cut it to that, and then about fifty percent of that group, not even. So it's a very small amount. It's much more. It's many more enemies than friends. I would say that much more. You know, many more nemesis. In my case, I would say no friends. Yeah, o- o- almost none. Yeah, I would. I would ninety nine point nine 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 nine. Yeah, it is not is not a friend. So. And I don't see that no. changing anytime soon. 
No, it's just the reality. It's just the reality of it. And I think I'm, and I think I'm going to be pushing people away. That's look, and I think everyone that listens to it, I don't know how many there are, but they all feel the same way. And they all came to a podcast where uh, you don't have to like us or even uh, agree with anything we, you know, we're talking about. But you just know we're here. You know, we're we're saying uh, we're saying the exact opposite of what uh, every faggot is saying on his podcast about how. You know, I'm just here to spread opinions, and I'm I'm here to show everyone that there's a lot of opinions out there. Well, no shit, there's a lot of opinions out uh, out there. You thought your opinion was the only one. You thought, you know, Joe <laughs> Biden, everyone vote. You know, come on, doc. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ones. You're not gonna like. I it. know, but that but that is uh, that uh, the that one about uh, what, what was that? That one. oh about uh, uh Jay Z's daughter. Uh, being no, a, that one about uh, um oh cancel culture. That one, man. That one is going to be juicy. I just can't. Well, Nobody's I'm talking about that. I'm curious to know yet. if show business changes people because I, you know, I, you know, I've worked at Amazon for I've, I've done, I'm in the middle of my second stint, and I can tell you right now, Farah, or hit, yeah, please. That uh, <laughs> I can tell you right now that working at Amazon, uh, it hasn't changed many of the you know most of the people I work with, they're grounded. They're they're you know they're the same person they were when they walked in than when they walked out. So I'm interested to know that uh, if you start doing you know if you, if you make a lot of money. And you can get anything you want. You're driving any car you want. You're, you're, you know, you're surrounded by rich, affluent people. I wonder if that changes you or if that changes your interests or the things you like, you know, or the things you like to do. Yeah. Wow. It's just real interesting. Wow. I really yeah, want to I'm know. Because, you know? I mean, we used to know Kanye back in um, 2004, 2005, and, you know, such a sweet guy. And then you look at him now and it's just like, Kanye, what happened, buddy? You know, and it's just, dude, I knew I think it changed him. before he did uh, the the movies before he was in the Space Jam. Well, I knew him like before that. he did Space Jam. Yeah. Yeah. I knew him before he did Space Jam. Yeah. And he was, he was recurring. He had a big heart. He had a big heart. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was so sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Not just having a big heart and, and being generous, but being fun loving. He was a, he was a family man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mean to walk all yeah. over, but I had to get that out. That was important. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's because it's it's off forgotten. It's off. Forgotten. Now, this is actually a real segue because speaking of Carnesi for the wordplay, this note just, you know, I, I told you I, I keep notes on my uh, on my phone, like you know, it's the little memo app. I actually use it, you know, when I when I get a uh, something off the doozy off the dome uh, that I got to remember to bring up. And uh, th- this one is about Carnesi for the wordplay. And I'm going to love to see you try to wiggle your way out of this. That's just if you didn't say this or you didn't used to think this. But I remember, okay. oh, fuck, I've been deleting it. Oh, good. good oh, good. my God. As I, like I, I was going to get, seems like you were setting me up for a burn. <laughs> oh, so dude, as I, I, I literally opened it and my my fat thumb is holding the delete key <laughs> <laughs> as I'm introducing the topic. Ah, fair. See, that's no, like no, a, I got you, though. I got no, it. That's one, like two, you had three. a revolver and then you spun the chamber and, pulled in it, and it went it went click. I got seven get- words. Three of the words are misspelled, and I got the first letter of the eighth word. But uh, I remember like, it's about this. Remember when you thought Anon calling out uh, Kanye West for his behavior and using his mother to chastise him? Remember when you thought that was based, you little faggot? What? You may remember when when the Anon thing was like a big deal? Or who, yeah, who was it? Yeah, where they're all wearing those like. Uh, V V November the fifth, remember the fifth, whatever that stupid fucking oh. movie with the little guy fox mask or whatever. Everybody was wearing oh, those. V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta, yeah, those V for Vendetta masks. You sent me, I, and you remember that little gay 
a group of incels that call themselves Anon or whatever the fuck it was. QAnon? QAnon. No, it wasn't QAnon. I don't, I don't know. You're, no, you're, nah, this is, maybe someone else did that Here to you. you go, guys. Little oh, side thank you. You're trying to say something I did I didn't do. I but anyways, he sent me a video one time. He's like, oh, dude, you got to see this. And it was uh, it was one of these guys in a Guy Fox mask talking about Kanye and bringing up all his bad behavior recently and then asking him, you know, would your mother be proud of the way you're acting? Would your this be that? I would have never. Yeah, have you did. I knew you were going to do that. And yes, you did send it to me. And I remember when he sent it to me, I said, what do you want me to react to this? this is, I don't care about Kanye or his mother or what she would think of his black ass doing all these dumb things. Uh, I don't give a shit. Trump and stuff at that time. So I would have probably. No, this, this was way before that, dude. You were and like then, you, you were like maybe fifteen, and and this is your shit. And then yeah, that's yes, such a happened, fucking dude. lie. And then what? Okay, what was, what was she saying? What was she saying? What was she saying? The mom was dead. The mom was dead already. <laughs> okay, I know, but what was the video's point? That what would she I don't know. It was gay. Out? It was that you need to stop being mean, Kanye, because your mom is watching. And <laughs> and then what did you say? I said that was. I said, what the fuck do you want me to? Uh, wh- <laughs> no, what reaction did you envision me having no, in that no, dumb video? No, he's a liar. Okay, see, Pharaoh or hit. Uh, um, All right, you know I'm in this <laughs> in this description. I'm gonna dox you completely. Dude. I'm gonna put who you associate with or who you live with. The pictures okay. of them I found. The pictures of you I have. <laughs> okay, listen, hit it. Well, well, people, he's lying about everything he just said. Well, All right. What people need to know is that, uh, he, and I want to say this: I thought he would have some integrity and try to explain oh, no. why he I thought was, that I was based on. He's it. just denying it outright. I was excited it to happened. hear it. I thought maybe it had something I had to do with, but I'll explain this for everyone out there that doesn't know the H Town Hitler as well as I do. But um, he, he's like a miser, and uh, he'll he'll get so you know he'll go so anti Kanye or anti AEW or anti anything anti NFL. That he follows it so much and he's, he does it so, you know, he, he occupies so much of his time that he actually inadvertently becomes one of their bigger supporters because he's consuming all of their content. You and stupid son of a bitch. This, that doesn't happen Basically, what had inadvertently happened is I'm assuming he stumbled upon this video on his own years ago. And now he's misremembering that I, for, he needs to come up with a vehicle to they bring it up on the show. He needs a vehicle and it can't just be that, oh, I was surfing the local Kanye news like I always do. So he says that I brought it up to him. I never would have brought that up to him. It was, I guarantee you, check his phone right now. He's got a, he's got a Kanye alert uh, and he's got an NFL alert. He's got, he's got a New York football team alert and he, he gets all How old were you six years yeah, ago? That's when this shit popped off. Uh, I don't know. I was 18. I was, uh, I was 18. I so. can't even find, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. This was him. This was all him. This is something he did. I don't even know what the what the point of the bringing that up. Stupid was. liar. Does the the stupid uh, they call themselves hackers and shit. The anal. Oh, the oh man, Fox I know Max. the guys. Uh, yeah, and they made that stupid video about anonymous. Uh, They're called anonymous. Yes, that's what I've been saying. And they made that stupid video about Kanye West. And you thought okay, that was that so video good was that he's made like his two come years up ago, dude. And you looked it up. That video was made like oh, two no, years. Wasn't ago. you stupid ass? <laughs> I never would have thought. That all right, was all right, I'm, all right. I never would have liked it. Well, look, you guys, you see what I'm working look, look, with Look, look, all I'm going to say, and well, this has been well-documented on this show, and it has been that. Listen, six years ago, 
the H-Town Hitler, he acts all big and bad. But six years ago, he was a big Cody Rhodes fan. He was a big AEW fan. He was a big Death Note. He loved all the anime. He loved all the wrestling. Death Note, the first half of that, it was no, good. He, no, he loved all the, he loved it all. He I'm loved not every, denying some of those things. He loved every Kenny Omega match, I'm, every little shit or Japanese. Denying, I'm pretending to be, he pretends to be the Terminator. Look how cool this is, Diego. He's the Terminator. And I had to sit on his couch and nod my head. Yeah, oh, who thought it would be a good so idea? Cool. No, I had no, 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 no. But I, he did all that, so I'm just saying it's so easy to see that, yeah, yeah six years ago, he also listened to Con can you believe how mean Kanye West is being right now? I mean, come on, guys. Think for yourselves. You're not going to get our fans like you. These aren't the mainstream folks that you're going to be able to ease. These are red pill based people right now, Farrell. That you're not going to hit. That you're not going to be able to. Uh, <laughs> I guess you want to get docs. That's fine. <laughs> you guys can march up right to up to Diego and tell him what you really think. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll give you. I'll give you the whole address. But uh, no, so yeah, say. Hey, where I was wrong right there. I'm just saying that six years ago, you were the one. I mean, not that. How much of my views changed in the last six years? I've pivoted, well, I, I remember you know, six 25 years ago. Degrees. You I remember at 180. I, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and you know what? That, that, that shows how stupid you are because a 180 <laughs> would put me in the opposite direction I was in, you little retard. I'm now going a completely okay. different path. You are going a completely different path. You hated anime. You loved anime. You can't wait for the new Naruto. I still like anime, dude. Hey, I, hey, I, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. That just comes off the heels things. of one week ago. He's the. This is the guy that puts out the titles on the show. He put out the titles. <laughs> Who's gayer than anime fans? Nobody. And now, and then, one week he's saying, "Oh, I still like anime." Hey, I like. There, you go. there, look, there it is. The there difference is, is, I know that it's gay. I'm not trying to convince myself that it's not, or that I'm not autistic. Or it is not some kind of degeneracy. I know it is. You're not going to find right, me arguing. It's not any gayer than thinking Kanye West is, is a bad man or oh, whatever. So it's that, equal yeah, levels I, of gayness, Farrell. And I don't partake in any of it. <laughs> Here's how far I'm willing to go on, on that hill. If 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 I, I were the lead emperor of uh, this of the Western world, and anybody okay. thought it'd be good conversation and bring up what's going up with Kanyezy for the wordplay, for me that would be grounds <laughs> for getting the rope. Yeah, this week and the next week is going be to be swinging. Well, I mean, he's pretty cool. You'd yeah, be right swinging now, from I, that birch well, tree. You'd be we'll swinging from that birch tree. We'll talk to you next week and see how it feels. I mean, who knows with this guy? Yeah, next week it's going to be who listens, whoever reads the new Dragon Ball Z books getting killed. And then next week it's going to be, oh, can you, Goku came back. He's wearing a green <laughs> suit now. Can't believe it. And then next week it's uh, Sting, Sting's an AWD uh, hit. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Who woke Who woke me up at 2 a.m. to tell me about this, some new shitter called Dexter Loomis that was going <laughs> to change you wrestling? Know, I do it one time. Then, then, I, then I, 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 tell such a I, I tell you this. You talk about how much I say I like these. You would put your money where your mouth was because I remember when I drove you to Kansas to have that little shit fight. <laughs> you were just so adamant on wearing your little Kenny Omega shirt, prancing around gas stations all across the Midwest, filling up your Slurpee cup, wearing that fucking Kenny Omega, the cleaner shirt, uh, uh, getting so happy when people thought you were a wrestler. <laughs> you remember all that gay shit? Yeah, I that was you, buddy. Behind me, you had your your <laughs> you had your faggot ass Undertaker tattoo <laughs> shop shirt. Oh, this is a this is a oh, this is cool. This is a shirt. It's a tattoo shop, but it's a wrestler. <laughs> At least that's a big fucking star. At least there's a star in yeah, my shirt. Imaginary of, tattoo of, of shop, the, you fucking queer of the last thirty years. At least as a star, of this damn business. Yeah, uh, uh, you you got, had a guy in your shirt wrestling little girls and trannies and shit. <laughs> all right, well look, I, I, I was doing it mostly to appease you guys that were all the oh other, yeah, the other we two just, members we that just were on the trip you to, to, to spend the twenty dollars you didn't have for the trip. We just <laughs> bade you to spend that on, on that Kenny Omega shirt. 
Just doing to appease you guys. One of them wearing, he's wearing a Chris, uh, Chris Jericho. And you want to talk shirt. about gay? How gay is that? That he's willing, he, <laughs> he lets his friends apparently and family dictate what shirts he wears. He he just wants to appease, make everybody happy. That's that's well, look when you there's listen, and this is true. The H Town Hitler was wearing a shirt that wasn't even a wrestling dude, it had never debuted on TV, it was literally sold on the website as a it's a pretend tattoo shop that the Undertaker I don't know if he owns it or if it's a tattoo shop in hell or if it's something oh, he goes to. But anyway, it's this tattoo shop that he has, and that's what the shirt is, as if it's that tattoo yeah. shop. And then this guy's on. So if you're seeing someone that's wearing that shirt, that's wearing the shirt that you, you know, it's such a deep autistic reference. There's no way it doesn't say the Undertaker on the shirt. It says the Dead Man's Tattoo Shop or something, and it's got a picture the of the Undertaker logo. symbol on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So only the most autistic of <laughs> autistic retards would have known what that is. All right. Well, you take so when that. you no, no, listen. When you see somebody <laughs> walking, wearing that shirt, driving car, wearing that shirt, you know. That that autistic lunatic is capable of anything. He'll fucking kill. He'll drive his car into oncoming traffic and kill everybody in the car. And you know, uh, and you know what? Because he, he hears Velcro or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, you know? and, and I was, set his neuroatypical ass off. So yeah, I was. I had. I was shirt. feeling myself in that shirt. That's the star of the damn business. Somebody who's protected this business. And I'm telling you, what in that shirt. If your Romero looked at me cross, I would have him by his little Cuban fucking neck. Yeah, well, if you were wearing the shirt, I would give you. Uh, I would. I would have more faith that. And you know, I had my Oakleys on. <laughs> yeah, your Oakley's in your basketball, the basketball shorts. shorts. The, the signature Hitler look, dude. <laughs> the signature look. That no, the slick back hair, the Oakley's, the b-ball shorts, and uh, <laughs> the Undertaker shirt, man. You know what's cool is uh, these b-ball. I don't know a lot of think of Is he wearing present day b-ball shorts? Is he wearing the b-ball shorts that are more in line of today's fashion, or is he wearing the 2003 cut? I don't know what what is the, I don't know what's the new cut or the but this new is, cut is a lot shorter and smaller. Two thousand three goes down to the shins. And then no, the, no, yes, you wear low. the ones that go down to the going shins down to the knee, below the knee. They go below the knee. Or maybe a hair. They're wide cut. They're, no, the, the wide cut. The they're like the legs are like tree trunks, but no one's legs are that big. So. <laughs> It's very cool, man. It's he, he would have been the man in, in you know two, early two thousands. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, uh well, I don't like anyway, the the, the turn that this podcast is taking. Yeah, the direction that's and you know I don't know who's to blame for it was you for to blame for that, but it, it's it's fine. We'll move on. Yeah, yeah, we'll move on. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to bring up the the little gay ass Shawn Michaels shirt you're trying to show off that you bought, bragging about the fabric it was made of. Oh, I only paid. <laughs> yeah, I paid thirty dollars for this shirt, but look at the fabric, man. He's he's making shit up. Man. No, yeah, that heartbreak kid, that vintage gay ass shirt. Oh, okay, that's a good shirt. No, I've gotten compliments on that shirt. I still wear that shirt today, and that's a shirt uh, hit that doesn't have it. It just has the name. It doesn't have anything on there that's can be linked with anything. People know who Shawn Michaels is. They don't know what the Dead Man's Tattoo Shop Incorporated is. Dude, I had people coming up to me shaking my hand when I was wearing that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Um, look, <laughs> let, let, let's, uh, let, let's, let, let's wrap this up on some, uh, some common ground. Um, oh, well, let's say, you know what? We actually have to talk about the WrestleMania that just, uh, a lot of people weren't aware. There was a WrestleMania essentially, uh, in the MMA world that just happened. Oh yeah. Actually, this was a big card for guys like, uh, uh, D-Raz. <laughs> You know, fans like D-Raz really ate this up. You know, fans <laughs> like D-Raz, you know, sheep, sheep, as we call them. Uh, they were very excited for the pay-per-view, the UFC 265 that took place at the Toyota Center, August uh -huh. 7th. Houston. Yeah, 
Yeah, sheep like uh, D-Raz. They ate this shit up. Uh, let's go back house, over this uh, card. Yeah, let's go back over this card and see what the sheep liked. Uh, <laughs> Song Yang Gong versus uh, Kyle Kenny, I guess. Uh, Jamanjula Torres versus Jamanjula Hill. Wow, that's a barn burner. Uh, Michael Chiesa, the forever shitter against uh, Vicente Luque. Look, he got, he got choked out in the, or he got tapped out in the first round. So I'm gonna thought uh, you'd be happy about yeah, that. Yeah, Jose Aldo, the corpse of Jose Aldo, uh, going up against a win. Some, this some mutt, um, Pedro Munoz. He's a hybrid of all races. Then, uh, <laughs> Derek Lewis versus CBD gain. Um, yeah, big card. Absolutely. The, uh, uh, you know, look, th- this was WrestleMania for MMA. Mm-hmm. Well, it happens once a year. Really a car like this comes around once, probably once every 10 years, probably. Uh, it's funny. I did tune in to some of this card, uh, and, uh, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. The Jamanjula fight, you know, Torres versus Hill, these two women, absolute shitters. Uh-huh. Absolutely. One of them is 13 and 10, you know, and I love that because they, they're not even trying anymore. They're, they're not even, showing up. They're, yeah, they're and not that's even really. That's the essence of UFC and MMA. That's what it always should have been. Just to show up and whoever is the toughest wins. I mean, the so matchmakers honestly, aren't even trying like, oh, just put any Jamanjula bitch in that slot. Keeping 13 the spirit 10, of, honestly, they're the last true MMA fighters are keeping the spirit of the original UFC tournaments alive by not training. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, and then uh, Michael Chiesa versus Vicente Luque. Did you want you don't watch any of these fights, did you? No, of course not. Yes, yeah, and, and see, these are the kind, and these are, in my opinion, the the sickest kinds of people. You know, sh- sh- sheep like Diaz. They sing the praises of the UFC when this card gets announced. They they gas it up to everybody, and then they don't fucking watch it. Yeah, you well, know? you know that's what's funny to me is I and I'm gonna take this one more time back to 2016 when we were watching every. Uh, we were going over to to the Hit's house. I don't want to talk he, about this anymore. He would be paying for these NXT uh, <laughs> shows, and he'd be paying for these pay per views, <laughs> and I would be struggling to stay awake, or you know, sometimes I wouldn't even go. But you know, you rest assured, he saw every Shinsuke, you know, Nagasaki match that that the, the, there ever was. He watched every four hour, four four hour thirteen four Iron Man Japanese match that they ever they ever held. Between the years of 2015 and 2017. Well, you know why you didn't enjoy this? Because you got fucking filtered uh, for, for uh, being a little e-drone that you can appreciate <laughs> <laughs> a real, real wrestling. Uh, all right. All right. But uh, yeah, look, that, that Chiesa fight, man. Uh, dude, Chiesa was all over Vicente Luque at the beginning of that fight. I mean, dude, he took him down, fucked him up standing, uh, oh, beat really? the shit of him on the ground, almost had him choked out. And then uh, dude, Luque kind of spins out of a choke. And then gets his own shit. It, I mean, he really pulled that victory from the jaws of defeat. Way too close of a call against an absolute shitter in Michael Chiesa. And you know what's something what's real funny to me about Michael Chiesa is they kept touting, right? I mean, this guy, well, well, he's 18 and five or 18 and four, something like that. He won the ultimate fighter like 10 years oh, ago. Who gives a shit, dude? Nobody was watching it 10 years ago. That show had three yeah, relevant right. seasons, and that's <laughs> that it. That was it. Uh, no, but. I guess somehow he was undefeated at welterweight, even though I've seen him get his shit pushed in at lightweight <laughs> so many damn times. Like, dude, if I see you get fucking mauled at lightweight, you can no longer tout your three and zero welterweight record. That doesn't mean shit because I've seen yeah, you yeah. get mauled by guys twenty pounds smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, since Vicente Luque, uh, he looked he improved to like twenty one and seven or some shit. Uh, he's an absolute shitter because he almost got finished by GSSO. <laughs> He's I completely written him off in my book. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's that's usually a stamp right there. You know, if you, you get written off and hits booked, then it's it's pretty much a wrap for the career. So we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. Luke is never going to do shit. Uh, You're saying a, that now officially he's never going to do shit? Oh, yeah. Absolute shitter. Pick against him in his next fight. Okay. If, if the guy has a pulse. Okay. All right. If I he's fighting uh, Kenny Kyle or Song Young Dong from early in the night, okay, maybe he gets a win. <laughs> but against any guy for pulse. Any guy trying to win, then yeah, it's no absolutely chance. not. Any guy who had a training camp, let's just say that. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Okay, then look, Jose Aldo against Pedro Munoz. I don't know who the Munoz shitter is. Um, apparently, he's the next superhero of MMA. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, Jose Aldo, uh, he's still kind of doing it somehow. He was still impressive, still has hands. He's a good boxer. He's a good stand-up fighter, I think. <clears throat> he's just not nearly as lethal as he used to be. I just remember thinking, like, the kicks, the kicks, the kicks, and yeah, he just doesn't throw them anymore. Them. You know? Yeah, I don't know how old he is, but he's got to be high 30s by this point. No, when for that weight, he's ancient, dude. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, it's crazy, too, man. He still has this, like, check knee. Like, if you shoot for a takedown, a drop down, that knee fucking comes up so quick. Uh, it, I, it's amazing I, how he still does that. I, given I've only seen highlights and things like that, uh, you know, but he, to me, he still seems like he could beat any of these other. I guess he's at bantamweight now. I, I think he could beat any of these bantamweights on any given night. Seems just as good as the rest of them as the Peter Yawn or the Al Jermaine Sterling. Seems just as good as they are. I, I don't know. I haven't watched a full fight of his in, in since since he since he made that last guy commit suicide. Uh, I haven't seen him since then. So uh, that's interesting. I guess we'll have to see if the, what what happens to this his opponent that he this guy he just beat. So. Yeah, and then uh, let's let's talk about the uh, the because well, you know event. the last guy tried to kill himself and he did. Uh, uh, he did kill himself. Well, he tried to. Jeremy Stevens. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was yeah, about he's to say. he's trying to he started his car in his garage. If he or actually like kills himself, if he actually kills himself, I think uh, Joe Salas to get an honorary title shot. Oh, uh, what if it's he attempts to? No. And fails like Jeremy. Now he's already gotten the rub from the attempt, and now be diminishing oh, okay. returns on the attempts. Yeah, yeah. Know, Unless he gets fair. another guy to attempt a different face to attempt it. No, that's uh, what I'm saying. What if he gets this guy that he just beat to attempt? It's not as big of a rub as he got when the uh, the Mayan white guy, or whatever his yeah, name was, Stevens, Jeremy Stevens, Stephen Heathen, little heathen. heathen. Yeah. yeah, it's not as big of a rub as he got, but it's still a substantial rub. I think he keeps him right back in the picture. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, because that's kind of like two. Wins. I'm more that's... looking at that kind of thing now instead of his performances. <laughs> well, yeah, well, like if you're trying to build a promotion, you're trying to get a promotion. Uh, it's next big wave, like the attitude that you're trying to start, kickstart the next era. I think that's the things you have to be looking towards. You have to be looking towards someone's like Conor Weir smashing the bus. Or this guy getting his opponents to kill themselves before I don't know, that'd be a real chaos. You'd have to, yeah. It depends how well you're financially backed. If half of your roster is shut well, off, well, I'm thinking you take the ECW approach and like you, you, you just to use continue all rotating of, door shitters coming in. Well, no, you use all your money for the legal things and how financially backed you are, and then you just stiff everyone out, <laughs> yeah. all the talent on the payments. So everyone's getting stiffed on payments. It's creating a toxic culture. Right, hey, like, uh, hey, D Rez, I'm gonna level with you. Don't. These references you're making, the 90s wrestling, nobody knows, understands, or gives a shit about. So please keep a lot of that shit to yourself. Um, okay. <laughs> then the, the okay. main event. Uh, yeah, what a stupid comment you just said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. get over it. <laughs> I want to move on. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I'm still, I'm thinking I'm still harboring anger <laughs> from earlier. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm going into business for myself right now. Let me get back on track. Uh, The main event of Diego's Christmas and MMA was Derek Lewis versus Seabody Gain for uh, one of the heavyweight traps they just printed, I guess. Interim, yeah. I, it's so stupid. It's funny. It's like they know why you're the only promoter. There's no other sanctioning body. And the guy still can't stop for making these alphabet bills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not well, getting paid anymore, is he? Or does he do some other surcharge? To, no, to the he winner, get paid, it, no, he doesn't get paid anything extra for if it's a title fight or if it's not. Maybe tickets that maybe like indirectly gets paid more. But he's not charging. He game, can market right? as a title fight. Or I charging believe, no. Lewis. <laughs> no, no, it's vacant. Yeah. Very uh, odd how he wants to do that well look uh, if boxing had the amount of interim titles that ufc had i think we'd all be very very happy so it's a sliding scale yeah i, I guess so but there should be zero here there There's should no be reason zero, for any ideally in an ideal world which is what it should be when it's dana white he's the only guy so it should be an ideal world yeah there would be zero um all right uh, and I, it's weird because Ngannou just fought like he fought like in july i think or what not that long ago right yeah dude this isn't I don't see why this fought. is a uh, uh, happening. What he has to fight every month? Like it doesn't. I don't understand why this is the next. Like yeah, it doesn't make any sense. He's not injured or anything. He beat the shit out of Stipe real easy. There's no reason for a. Oh wait, did like, they have that rematch? Yeah, yeah. And then Ganu won the belt. Remember? I guess I just don't. All right, fucked him. You might have wiped out of your memory. <laughs> yeah, I think I just said uh, maybe for some reason that don't count. Something, yeah, something pissed me off. I said that don't count. That ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's probably what happened. But uh, oh yeah, so look, Ganji versus Derek Lewis. Uh, let me say this: every everybody's telling this serial game guy because he finished Derek Lewis. You get no credit for doing exactly what everybody else should have been doing. Right, right. Derek Lewis is an absolute peak level shitter. So Ghani gets no extra points for doing what everybody else should have been doing this whole entire time. I will say he's only the second guy to do it, though. Yeah, I'm mean, like, it's tough. Derek Lewis. Uh, I know he has weird, eight losses. He, that's what I'm talking about. But he's, he's he seems to me like second, like guy, the to only second guy not to finish him, but just to like, OK, I'm not playing with this stupid shit. I'm just going to beat you simply and easily. Um, Who's the other guy? Cormier? Yeah, I would say Cormier. Yeah, 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 yeah. To not to not bind it. I'll say this: um, Derek Lewis is he's good, I guess, by by the heavyweight standards. But I'll bring this up every time we talk about him. There's this hilarious video. I like like the Santos, that does not count the way he beat Derek Lewis because I mean he went back and forth with this shitter. I don't remember that. Did he beat him though? Yeah, he finally did. But it, you get no credit with me for that either. Yeah, well, no. Like Derek Lewis hits hard, and he he's like a truck. I guess he's, he's hard to hurt, and you know he doesn't have like a. Uh, he's not like an Evander Holyfield or someone who has an unbreakable spirit who just keeps even coming. compare that <laughs> no, no, FedEx I'm truck sense... driver with uh, Evander <laughs> I'm Holyfield. Just, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know how, like, Evander Holyfield's not out of the fight. You know, he's never, it's not over till it's over. And it's the same thing of Derek Lewis. It's not over till it's over. But whereas Evander Holyfield, you, know, you can keep hitting it. It's not over because, you know, he'll just never stop coming. Eventually, he'll break you down. It's like Derek Lewis, it's not over till it's over because he just may have not have stuck. He just may hasn't, he maybe hasn't even started yet. You know, he maybe didn't even turn it on. He hasn't even turned the ignition in the key yet. And then with the last 10 seconds, he'll use the last little spurt of gas to turn the key in the ignition and, and throw a punch. It's where, like, you know, like I said, Evander Holyfield never stops coming. And it's sometimes Derek Lewis. He never starts coming. Either way, he's never out of the fight because he maybe hasn't even left the driveway yet, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't lose the fight if you don't go. You um, don't go. Well, eventually you will lose. And sometimes he has lost. But I'm just saying he's one of those guys you can't count out because you don't know. 
if he's even, you can't count him in either i mean it's just yeah yeah you don't you can't even count him in yet yeah <laughs> yeah it's like yeah yeah so i'm just saying it's interesting also you gotta check out this video there's a video of him riding an atv like in his, in his front yard which is weird and uh he's trying to so get his stupid son. his fucking neighbors probably hate his black ass dude <laughs> well his son he's getting one of his sons uh on the atv we're trying to show him how to ride it jesus and uh it's so pro- I, i'm sure i brought it up before maybe on another show if we had it i, w- I definitely would have brought it up uh you gotta check it out though it's a video of him like it's uh, clo- i guess one of his camera his cameras like for his property for like it was like closed caption uh he um was trying to show him how to ride it and the little kid once he puts them on there he just throttles it immediately <laughs> and uh, they both just go flying why, why wouldn't he take his black ass to a, <laughs> a, a a place that's proper for that not your front yard yeah, the thing just goes flying. They get flung from it, and the thing crashes into the side of the house, fucks up the house, fucks up, bri- so stupid. fucks up the, the ATV. It's, it's really funny. I can only imagine some spanking. You know, I, I would love if, if I was, you know, the Supreme Chancellor of America or whatever. I, I, <laughs> I, I would be so happy. There would be a news report the next day, and I'd be given that press announcement. The saying, yeah, we absolutely, we, I sent an agent over there, and we dispatched of him and his family. Why? No, it has nothing to do with his fighting. It has to do, you know, he was go look at the skin in the morning, the Sunday morning. He's driving around the front yard of ATV, uh, tearing up the yard. Yeah, so no, we yeah, we eliminated him. Uh, <laughs> uh, what if I wouldn't do that? But I, uh, you got to be ho- the uh, the president of the homeowners association in the neighborhood in that neighborhood. What would you do then? If I was the oh, I didn't. I mean, that's you don't really have any power. It have I'd have well, to. Like, I mean, would you call the police maybe or what would you try to do? Would you try to plan? <sighs> no, because if you call the police on him, then it's going to spark some fucking worldwide outrage <laughs> movement where you got a thousand bonobo apes chimping out in your front yard protesting for something. So you'd be fucked like that, too. Yeah, yeah that's why it really would take government intervention at a higher level, even just a mayoral level, I think would be yeah. able to get that done. But uh, homeowner association <laughs> president, absolutely not. OK, well, yeah, yeah you got to start somewhere. Yeah, but OK, OK, we're learning mayoral level. OK. Yeah, mayor level, uh, even like a county controller, I think, could probably do it. Like a councilman, like someone who's on the city no, council. No, just like a county controller, mm-hmm. something like that, a school board representative. Chief maybe. of police, maybe. Oh, def- definitely <laughs> chief of police. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's the one you're going to be going for then, because then you can you can probably do it in, in, indiscriminately. Well, discriminately, probably, but... Uh, you can do it at will. <laughs> Imagine his the 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 fucking chess cam footage. He just pulls up <laughs> to Derek Lewis's house and executes him. No reading <laughs> of the rights. No reading of the rights. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the chess cam footage would be they would show the and whole then you'd, day. You'd have your conservative cucks, you know, screaming back the blue, back the blue, and and you know the all the other pawns screaming BLM and shit. Oh my god. Yeah, no, that would be funny if you could find the chess cam footage of him just driving up. It just looks like you can you can just have chess cam footage of him in his car, no words, just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> then you can hear someone on the radio say, "Oh, we need the car out to 900. and then you can turn. He turns the radio off. So you can't hear it and he's still driving, just driving straight. And then you see him just pull into the driveway of the Derek Lewis. And then there's gun already cut. <laughs> guns out. And then it just knocks on the door as soon as he opens it. And then just gets back in his car, turns the radio back on, just finishes the shift. 
<laughs> dude i saw this uh meme and you know uh, what if he's a terror to the neighborhood I, they, there's a chance it doesn't even get reported <laughs> or at least yeah. not for a long time not for day, several days when <laughs> yeah it'd be one of those things where retroactively you know the yeah and then, be then there's out. gonna they're gonna make a netflix documentary about it. like there was key pieces of dna that <laughs> had eroded over those if they would have called immediately this yeah. all would have been solved but then i would just be at home rolling my eyes hearing about the whole thing i don't care who was in the wrong you know well what what is that that quote that the instagram rules like to say like don't don't be sad that it's over be happy that it happened or something i guess yeah yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, i think that would fit there you know don't be sad that it's over just just be happy that it happened <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> uh, so you were in your scenario you wanted more of it to happen yeah yeah then really what i would like is a like a uh a fucking hydrogen bomb dropped on an area where uh, you got the back the blue rallies i'd like that blown up i'd like also the blm <laughs> marches up like that blown why do you up. want the back to blue rallies blown up well those are just about just as embarrassing for uh, different I'll, reasons well i i have not reached that level yet so i have not ascertained that knowledge so yeah uh, well, it, it, it's you. coming uh, we'll see um yeah i i don't let, let me look at this uh the, the schedule what else we got on the docket uh oh yeah look cm punk that little 165 pound fat flabby shitter he's he might be coming back <laughs> This I want him Friday. Not to. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I want him to. And I just want it to suck. I want the first angle to be gay that he comes back to. I want it to just be like. They should I, have, no, they should have him uh, job out to that man woman, the Thunder Rosa or whatever. <laughs> oh, no. That's uh, the it's like the Siberian monster they call her, the Black Beast, or what is she? Uh, the Jungle Woman or yeah, 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 Jungle yeah. Beast. Is that what it is? Congo Kong? Uh no, Nyla Rose. They call it like Nyla the, Rose, yeah. The jungle cunt or <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Uh yeah, so look, the, the, that's gonna be embarrassing. I, I'll say this too. Uh <laughs> oh, God. dude, I, I, okay. I, you saw those news aggregate websites I sent you earlier this week, right? Yes. Did you check those out? I've been checking them out. Sometimes it's not funny. Sometimes it is. Uh, I just saw one. <laughs> no, listen, I've been seeing a lot of uh, those on those news aggregate websites. I see a lot of bickering and stuff. I don't know. Look, I was. Which I one did you, you click? You, the, 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 the one that, that uh, covers pro wrestling news. Um, but uh, you maybe just send me just the gems because, uh, you know, there's a, sometimes I was reading through some of the topics that I thought uh, some of the news articles that I thought would have enlightened me and that this interests me. And I couldn't read it. And I was thinking, there's no way, you know, Hit thinks this is funny because this oh, is a lot funny. of it. I think uh, I think uh, I think about sixty percent of it's really funny. I don't know. So far, is... I've only found a couple. Check of out this. <laughs> there's a. I have to ask you off air. There's a like a quote that you or there's like a, a acronym on there, and I don't know what it means. And they use it a lot. Oh, K W A B. Yeah. Yeah. Kick. What a bitch. Like laugh to yourself, kind of. What a bitch. What like... is. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch it's like that oh that's what it is yeah 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 keck is <laughs> like that yeah just like a little laugh to yourself oh and then it's what a bitch yeah oh, oh anyways okay. did you see that well, in the... what scenario do you use it like uh you know anybody getting their shit pushed in or or, or you know like triple h uh getting uh his shit so his the position that's supposed to be his going up some um pajit <laughs> named con yeah, yeah yeah you know everything that triple h worked is worked up to for the last 20 years is being handed over to a you know a pajit so yeah that's what a bitch you know he <laughs> just let it happen oh, okay, okay yeah I so, get so, you. so that that's a good way to use it but anyways did you see the, the the political one i sent you did you go you go on that ever uh you sent me the one you sent me uh you just sent me one about fitness and oh, one okay about, okay 
I would love the political one. All right, I'll send you that. But right now, dude, it just really caught me off guard. I was scrolling. <laughs> and, and the topic is, what's the answer to poverty? There's four responses. And the picture for this topic, it's just a white boy with a huge boner. And he's taking a selfie of it. So that's the, okay. kind, of, that's the kind of humor I'm at right now. Oh, yeah. I like some of the drawings. Sometimes the drawings are, are funny. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say this last thing I want to speak on. Uh, I don't know if it was on AEW Rampage or whatever, but I, I love the product they're producing. I think it's great. I don't actually watch it. I just see it in little snippets, but I love it. I, I think it's great for the business. Hit the gas. Keep going in that direction. But they just had a skit on one of these shows where uh, Tony Schiavone is uh, interviewing uh, the Dennis girl. And uh, everything is yeah 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 everything is gay everything is cringe they're like friends or something yeah like, he's like, like hugging shoot, her in the though, ring not shoot, though like uh, uh kayfabe like kayfabe supposed to be friends it's very i don't strange know I, I don't know that's I don't adam know. cole's it, wife too okay or girlfriend or fiance or something okay well anyways it's just the way they greet each other <laughs> does that, in the ring does that, is, is does so that have gay with you or no i like it. i just i think the whole thing is so gay but it's funny i want him to keep going with it but anyways they hug He's like happy announcing her and then she snatches the mic from him and then goes into heel mode. And then they have a baby face like sneak attack her from behind. <laughs> what? Uh, it's just it's just a completely bizarre segment. Uh, and it, it's it's really worth the watch. And uh, I, I like where pro wrestling is headed. And if CM Punk. Well, you know, I saw they had Christian get himself go back over. into it. Yeah. yeah. And they, had, they had Christian go over Kenny Omega uh, for some reason. And uh, I asked uh, a fellow autist who uh, used to be on another show with a, one of our associates. I asked him, well, what was the point of that? What do, what do you think they did that for? And he's saying, well, you know, they're, they're going to have an AEW title. This is confusing. So they're having that, that match they just had on the Rampage was for the TNA title. And Christian I know, Page but that's over. gay because it's. And then he said, well, they're, it's because they're going to have. It's like saying Mayweather just lost the WBA title. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And then that's what he said. He's like, well, they're going to have an AEW title match. And I think they're just trying to get you to think that maybe he could win that match. And then I was like, well, listen, do you think he's going to win that match? No, everybody said he said, no, I don't think he was going to win it. And I was like, did you think he was going to win it beforehand? And he was like, well, no, I didn't think he was going to win it beforehand. And then I was like, so then what? Then I ask you again, what was the point of having him do a job (laughs) clean as all day to like on free TV? And he's like, yeah, because he came to me like it was exciting. Like, man, you need to go Christian Cage, man. And I was like, man, that is so that's yeah, I have no idea how fucking gay that is. <laughs> but I like it though, dude. I, I, I like it. Yeah, I want CM Punk just to be a member of the roster. I don't want them to treat him like he's Edge or John Cena. I want I'm, hope, treated... I'm hoping he comes in and be a commentator. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. Just a commentator like Mark Henry. Or did you see that the really awkward segment that no, they should show... have him be a backstage, uh, like one of the backstage interviewers. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not even featured that much. Yeah, he gets shit on by all the talent. And then he has that far away look when the camera, when the interview's <laughs> over, he just stares into the. I like when someone comes in and attacks the other guy in the interview. Now she just backs away and just walks <laughs> off. So you just have to imagine them walking <laughs> yeah. off. Like sometimes it's a guy interviewer and it's two girls fighting. And it's like, man, could you imagine that in real life? Like <laughs> you're talking to someone and some other girl comes and punches her in the face and you just walk off. I probably would uh, just walk off. <laughs> hey, oh, maybe do one of those. <laughs> well, they don't even do that. Because you could do oh, that. Oh. Like, oh, oh. And then as you do oh. that, just kind of point to it to look at somebody else. Hey, <laughs> come get these, you know. Come get this. <laughs> come fix it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> come fix it. <laughs> I would call the police. 
Oh no! I think that'd be a good another good situation for the county controller to come yeah, yeah, in. And I like be, you know hot. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. The sheriff's department. I like this. <laughs> no, no, you get. I don't think it's no, you get smart if you, if you keep doing police because the then the cities are going to keep getting burned down. But if it's like county controller or something else, I don't oh, okay. think people would know what that is or even know how to protest it or where to go. So. I think maybe oh, that would be well, he, Wait, this county patroller guy's doing it himself? He has to send somebody to do it. <laughs> no, I'm thinking himself, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess that'd be not a person he would suspect. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, he, he handles the city's finances or whatever. And he's serial killing uh, undesirables. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Uh, all right, well, you know, before the county controller comes in here and uh, uh, eliminates us, maybe we ought to call it a wrap this week. It was a good week. Yeah, it was it was a good one. And uh, I don't remember, you, you know, you were really adamant about getting us in to, uh, before uh, we had to get it in today. Everyone, he was saying we have to get this done today. Yeah. Uh, was there a reason why? Because uh, no, oh, we, we did the I whole episode to... and it seems like we didn't get anything of substance out there. Or anything look, like we talked. Didn't seem time since. We got <laughs> about 10 minutes of real solid, good. Do- <laughs> right God at the honest, beginning, too. That's good. Yeah, right God honest boxing talk. There was no racism. There's no sexism. There's nothing. There's no psyop. We weren't trying to push an agenda. We just talked about boxing. Right and I, I wanted to strike while it was topical. This could be Pacquiao's last fight ever. So forgive me for wanting to get it out on a Monday. The last time Pacquiao can fight. Maybe one of the last previews we'll ever do for him. Yeah, I guess I'm the bad guy. No, I was I just wondering because they, you know, now on hours have gone by and it seemed like I forgot what uh, what was. Even well, I, I, I did kind of. What do you even put in the description? Yeah, uh, I don't actually know. And I, and, I, and I will say this, I, you know, I will take a criticism that after about 10 minutes, I thought all the steam, anything I'd wanted to say was done. And I wasn't sure where the show should go from there. Uh, and here we are. I think we've stumbled to the end. Maybe we've stopped stumbled making progress. Uh, <laughs> we, we've just been standing here in this one spot waiting to end. <laughs> waiting for the timer well what do you well, think should i just elim- should, should i just make this a 10 minute podcast this week no i think if anything if you were ever gonna take i think take off the first 10 minutes if you were gonna take anything <laughs> off but uh i guess no I'll leave it on and we're excited for that fight we're excited for that fight and i think pacquiao's gonna win are you gonna want gonna watch the rest of the card uh oh yeah of course i'm probably gonna buy it so i am gonna watch it but and you know what i think people are missing and you're not gonna hear on any other podcast is that okay? So I guess Victor Ortiz and Robert Guerrero, that was a good little snippet we gave you guys, and you're not going to hear that anywhere else. That was straight from from us. That was our opinion. Yep. And and so I guess they're going to still, I guess that fight's still going to happen when, you know, now Pacquiao's fighting Ugas. But what about my Donna's brother or uncle? Uh, yeah, yeah, what about my Donna's uncle? What is, what is, yeah, what about his cousin? What about his mom? What about his auntie? That, that, the, the good riddance i don't know what they're doing don't know what they're up to don't know who they are so if you were the matchmaker you tell that uncle or whatever that was gonna fight ugas you tell him to fuck off i would have never been in contact with them <laughs> well they were now let's say you're taking over you you just got you you just you 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 just got installed as the president of matchmaking or whatever who at pbc and now you're first to your chief uh uh objective right now is to finish up this card all right, and it can no, go as stands, but I would tell explicitly the commentators, like, do not put this over. You go in raw, you keep it honest, you keep it 100. If you don't, you're out. So all the uh, Joe Tessitores, Max Killerman, all these guys, they'd have to go in. If they're putting over this Maidana's Well, he's cousin, not, I'm saying, what do you do? Do you, do you find another fight for him? Do you, what do you do for him? Oh, he doesn't have an opponent? It was Ugas. That's what I'm saying. 
Oh, okay. Um, I'm saying, what do you do with them? What about him? You're not hearing this on any other podcast. What about him? So, how many fights are there on the card? Is it a three fight card? I don't. I, I I'm assuming there's more fights. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Okay, it's a you know what? Telecast. It's a three. I'm sure they're they're just gonna move up some other fight. I'm guessing and just kick him off. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, have it was I a would, three fight telecast. Okay, I would have him fight. Um, uh, I, I would bring in. Um, doesn't Cotto have an older brother? He used to fight. Yeah, yeah, Jose Miguel or Jose Abner or some shit. Oh yeah, what about Abner? Yeah, I'll bring in the little baby cousin Abner. I bring in Abner Cotto. Uh, we'll make that happen or just anybody any random shitter hey anybody in the crowd hey who wants a six-pack or whatever uh, uh <laughs> get in here say, and do it you it's know just what an this would be a good maybe. time I was just, this would be a good time and the trailer's doing like a lot of like uh hybrids between rap shows and boxing and stuff like they had a they had a doja cat concert yeah it was uh, fucking critical, horrible to, to critical acclaim well so you know that's something but look Farrell or hit you know look we're not rap enthusiasts. We're not. Uh, we don't know much about that. So you know that's not appealing to us. But we do know wrestling, bro. Oh, that's a big one eighty from how you used to be about three years ago. Oh, it, oh, hit. What you don't understand is it's flow, man. It's about flow, dude. It's, it's just never, about yeah. You that was the exact fucking verbiage. Oh, it's about flow. flow. I've never said it's, it's about, about flow, flow, dude. It's about getting up there and just flowing, dude. It's I about like country flow. music. You like whatever anybody tells you to like, you know, uh, training, dude. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for you to join the sixty-five percent. Oh my gosh! Well, anyway, I'm just saying. What if instead of doing a boxing match? Because I don't know what this uh, Cecil. I think his name is Cecil. If they get Madonna. me up there to talk during your funeral after you off yourself, I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want you to do that. I want it to be a good time and just one more fun memory. It'll be one more good yeah, memory. Yeah, one more. One, one more good one. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm gonna do the same thing. Uh, when you have a fucking heart attack because you're fat, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, what if uh, they we didn't that... see this coming? <laughs> <laughs> why, God? Oh, why? You, you, you can make one of those those COVID scare tactic videos where, uh, yeah, he didn't get the vaccination, and the, and the last thing he said was, "It hurts to breathe, Mama." You know, give me one of those fucking articles. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> it hurts to breathe. What that is really? What a bitch that really is. If the last, the last thing when you're on your death, but I should have because I've been reading those and all of them saying they wish they would have got the vaccine. Yeah. It's like who is on their deathbed doing that? That's insane. That's so that's so fucking. Like, people talk like that on their deathbed. Oh, yeah, I dude, I'd be I'd be flipping a double bird. <laughs> yeah, that would be yeah, exactly. I should have got it. Warn everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> I should have listened. <laughs> the Democrats were right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Democrats. No, but uh, I was gonna say. Uh, no, what we should do is we should have that Cecil Maidana guy. He should um, and just because this is timely, because Bobby Eaton just passed, I think we should go ahead and um get uh, and both the Road Warriors are dead, unfortunately, but we can still get Stan Lane and Dennis Condry, and we can have a three-man scaffold match in between. We'll have the Maidana Ortiz. Then we'll have Cecil Maidana versus Dennis <laughs> Wait, Condry in the scaffold I got match. <laughs> and then we'll have the main event. And that's a hybrid, I think. That's a good that hybrid. actually show. would be pretty sick. I would Dude, like to that see would, that. Would you rather see Cecil Maidana boxing one or would you rather see All him right, here's, go against Dennis Condry in the scaffold? Here's work, a shoot scaffold match. That's actually. No, I don't want to. No, I don't want anybody to get hurt. 
No, no it's just, a work. It's a work. He's gonna shoot. light up Stan Lane, and those guys couldn't fight in the eighties. It's a work shoot. For, okay, okay, uh, it's right. a work. work shoot. Okay, work time and support. It's work. But we're gonna imply that we're gonna tell the crowd that you know. Oh, okay, I, I would actually like that because I'd I'd be so hyped to hear Cornet dish on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that idea. Here's the here's next mine. week. He's on this podcast. I like. Well, that we get it. to the fucking arena, and it's all right. So I could tell. All right, this is gonna be a shit show. <laughs> no, I I, I I like that review opener that, that you described because that would be the opener right that would be he, no well i'm thinking i'm thinking that's actually going to be the cool down that they're going to have we're going to have uh we're going <laughs> we're going to have in traditional AEW booking we're going to have robert grail versus victor ortiz open the show and they're oh, going to get the fest hot. right in the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's gonna get the crowd hot then we're gonna have a cool down scaffold match to cool the audience down like the chris statlander match or something yeah, yeah 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 something to get you know that's a piss break match and then we go to the main event the uh or maybe the st- either that or i won't have the scaffold be the main event and we'll give my dawn of the see some uh, my dawn of the rub i like that idea and, and you got me on the right track because i was thinking of having my donna fight abner Cota. that's a horrible idea but i was gonna have the commentators talk shit about it as it happened. Like, oh, this, yeah, is what yeah. you, this is what you guys like, apparently. <laughs> Everybody puts up with it. Here you go. Well, you know, yeah. I just thought about it. So we'll There's have Dennis, we'll have Stan Lane and Dennis Condry versus C- the Maidana cousins, Cecil Maidana and Marcos Maidana in a <laughs> yeah. scaffold match. I like that. Now, here's my idea. I've pivoted because you've shown me the light. Okay, mm-hmm. put put that up again. Here's my idea. Here's how the pay per view opens up. It's a dual site pay per view. So we oh, got okay. that. And then we got something like the Memphis Coliseum. Okay. okay. So right, that's buddy. the other venue. So the pay-per-view opens up, you know, maybe you have and Jim so this Lam- has the big screens that come down when, when it's not when it's not on your site. Yeah, it would just be showing whatever screens they got there. But you know, oh, the okay. pay-per-view will open up with Jim Lampley, whoever's doing it nowadays, breaking down the show. But then they're saying, we're going to get this show started right. We're going to go over to the Memphis Coliseum. <laughs> and they go to the Memphis Coliseum. And what it is, is it's a in, we're going to have a ring set up. It's going to be a Legends Roundtable. So Bobby Eaton's friends and family. We're gonna have Stan Lane. We're gonna have uh, Dennis Condry. We're gonna have Dennis Condry. We're gonna have uh, Savio Vega. We're gonna have <laughs> okay guys like Brian Christopher, Jerry Lynn. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna have um, Brian Christopher's dead. Guys like Brian Christopher of that. Oh, you can get Scott. Uh, Scott Taylor. Scotty Tuhati. Okay, That's Scott Brian Taylor. Partner. Scott Taylor. And then we're gonna Nikishi. have the Madonna. The Madonna twins. And it's just going to be in there, just a normal Legends roundtable, taking questions from the audience. And we'll do that for 45 minutes. And that'll be how the pay-per-view opens. And then after the Legends roundtable, after everybody gets a good fill of their Q&A, we're going to go back. You know, so the Maidana brothers are going to talk about their memories of Con Lane or Stan Drew. <laughs> and, or they'll be taking questions from the audience. <laughs> Of, of, of whatever of uh and then we'll go back after 45 minutes give them a good run go do some broadway but just just q a though and okay. then uh um yeah then the, the whatever the next match should be robert Grail versus Vic, victor 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 yeah yeah, yeah. V- victor conti i think victor conti what do you think about that opener that uh, would filter a lot of people, and the only people that'd be there would be fucking based. What yeah, what, yeah. what what is the crossover? What what is the intersection of people that would buy a boxing pay per view in twenty twenty one, and that would be interested in the Legends <laughs> Roundtable? Um, it's got to be close to zero, I think. <laughs> Just approaching it's, zero. <laughs> it's got to be. If it's not zero, it's it's under five. <laughs> or you, nationwide. Yeah, it's under five for sure. If not zero, but and if I think not the ones zero, who would be interested. They wouldn't like that format. 
No, even some of the reviews, the positive see. reviews would be like that. The ones right in the middle, like, look, man, it's not that, you know, those are legends, but that wasn't the time. And place <laughs> yeah. for that, yeah. I love to hear Cornette talk about that, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they fucking they misled us. No, what I'd like to do, actually. So how would you like that? Yeah, I think I think we should do that. That's probably cheaper than setting up a scaffold and things like yeah. that. So that's probably a little more effective. And I think it'd be better for the Cecil Maidana guy. We tell him, like, look, okay, you can either do this or you get nothing. Go back to Argentina. And so he'll probably do it. I'm thinking we could f- feed him some lines. Dude, what if we get – yeah, I want him to act teary-eyed, get teary-eyed <laughs> on the Stephen Condry uh, Yeah, I was thinking part. we could get him to be somewhat offhandedly disrespectful <laughs> – <laughs> to uh, 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 Bill, uh, Bobby Eaton and see if we can get not Cornet to hit him with the racket like as uh, you can. Like, oh no, Cornet won't be there. No, I was thinking, you don't think we get we he get won't COVID. come out with the COVID going on. We're in a pandemic, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, then, yeah, then I would actually, yeah, then I would try to get him to get as emotional as he can about <laughs> the Bobby Eaton or whatever. He probably or maybe they can have, have uh, Cornet's fat wife joined by Skype <laughs> midway through. <laughs> We could have one of the guys. We could have Stanley pull out a laptop and have a Cornet's <laughs> fat wife Skype Skype him on, and he can and he can be the the middleman between the questions from the from the fans and to her. Oh, you know what they should do? <laughs> they should have her be. They should have someone like that on a laptop moderating the questions and them just getting the questions from Twitter because it is COVID. So you don't want anyone in the arena, in the Memphis Coliseum, to you know be doing that. So anyway, to stop that, we'll have them in a, in a Legends Roundtable in a ring. And then we'll just be getting the questions off of Twitter. And it'd be funny to see because they probably wouldn't be getting a lot of traffic on Twitter. Like, and remember, just tweet your questions to hashtag uh, Legends uh, Ugos Pacquiao. Ugos okay. Pacquiao Legends Roundtable. And then, then that's how you get the questions. I'm going <laughs> to hashtag Pacquiao Ugos Legends. <laughs> Yeah, we're trending, folks. <laughs> yeah, they'll do that. They'll do that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you have the actually, maybe you have the Victor Ortiz Robert Guerrero fight, and in the middle of that fight, you're telling them you're like you have the announcers or the commentators saying, okay, and make sure to get your questions because after this, we're going to the Memphis Coliseum and we're gonna have a Legends <laughs> Roundtable and but get your questions in, and then that's well, when they would be a mass. I'm gonna be honest. I would like to see that, but not because I think it'd be good for the business. I think it would just be accelerationism on my part. But yeah, I, I'm be being honest. Yeah, but yeah. I, I like I would, it. And it's, I promise you, if I was installed as the president of PBC or I was in charge of this pay-per-view, I, I swear to you, I would push that. And I would try to get that done because, yeah, I think it would hurt and it'd be it'd be funny and it would just accelerate the bill. Yeah, it would accelerate the downfall. But I, I would push that as a as an idea if I was given the opportunity. I would absolutely well, let me tell you about somebody who did this non-ironically. I, I forgot to bring this up, but uh, who's that Tony? You know, that wrestler, Tony Atlas. Yeah, Isn't he the guy? Rock's dad or some shit? No, he wrestled with the rocks. Dad. Okay, that guy. So that like guy, seventies. Yeah. Okay, that guy. I saw this. I don't know how, dude. I gotta try to find this again and send it to you. But there was a virtual autograph signing that oh. went live on YouTube, and it was some um, shitter promoting him. And like, uh, he was just sitting there, sitting in a chair in a room, <laughs> and then there's somebody talking over. And I guess he can see the screen like how it's being broadcast. Oh, like, on YouTube. It's like saw. Yeah, but there's like six viewers. And I guess I don't know what the concept is, but they like try to you're, they're trying to sell fucking pictures. And he's like signing them right there. Anyways, they're trying to get him to talk about the collectibles he has. And as he's trying to talk, the guy keeps not either not putting the picture of the collectible up or putting a wrong picture up. And then Tony Alice was getting worked into a shoot. Dude, he's getting pissed. 
Like, uh, can you put the damn picture up? Or can you wait till I stop talking about it? Or can you just get the right? Can you put it up while I'm talking? But uh, <laughs> dude, he's trying to like be cheerful and be positive while there's six viewers on. <laughs> and they're doing a whole big old telethon. Could you um? Could you write in your thing and he sees it? Can you like write a comment? While I was watching it on like, the TV. I'm sure there was something. But yeah, oh, oh, man, oh, I would have trolled it hard. Yeah, <laughs> and you know he's you. gonna see it. Fuck you, N word. <laughs> fuck BLM or whatever. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh, all right. If there's any listeners out there that want to do that, you embarrass Rocky Johnson, you, <laughs> you piece of shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> kill yourself. Thank you. Why haven't you killed? Why haven't you get killed yourself rope. yet? Get the yet. rope. <laughs> Fuck oh, your my. shit life. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, if there's any viewers, if they want to email us at a uh, uh, fight for super. You know, super fight freaks podcast at gmail.com yeah, email us next time like that's happening and uh yeah I'll, I'll, we'll make a fake youtube account i think that would <laughs> would you be willing to do that h i'd be more i'd be ex- i'd be ecstatic <laughs> to do that and let me say this everybody hit us up at super fight freaks at gmail super fight freaks podcast <laughs> at gmail.com and look this isn't some like please like us reviews i don't give a fuck we don't we really uh for, for reasons of our own protection we cannot have this blow up eventually it's going to happen as yeah. D Raz's career takes off, somebody's going to connect it up. Somebody's going to out us. That's going to happen. But that's but until not then, what this is about. We're not, yeah, we don't want know. you to leave reviews. We don't want you to like the podcast. We don't even want you to subscribe. But we do want to get in touch with you. We do want to communicate with you. And we want us, we want to hear what you guys think and what degenerate shit, what stories, what autismo. Uh, tidbits maybe can you hear give us, us talk about or maybe something you want us to, to cover or you'd like to hear our opinions on it yeah some, some shit and like don't that. subscribe don't like don't none of that other shit no we're not trying to yeah this, this is where the underground people come to meet we meet here uh yeah. once every other week or so this is where we all come to meet and, and look you know, probably in a year or two we're gonna have to start over burn this down scrub it from the internet and, and do it again we're gonna I mean, go too is, far we've already gone too far well i think the next one could be called arcade edition super fight freaks arcade edition podcast yeah or, i don't know if or champion edition up. Like that's another thing. That's another autistic thing that that we won't get into it now because we're winding down the episode. But yeah, that's H Town hit. I see where his taste lies. Yeah, He's mimicking. Us and I'm and I'm and, and I, I don't try with it. It is fighting games are based. Actually, they're one of the last. They're really one of the last few uh, segments in society that are based and red pilled. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Actually, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, no, I'm, not at all. But I mean, yeah. look, it's fine, man. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, you got anything else to say? Uh, no, that should be it. I will say this. We had an absolutely juicy tidbit that would blow your fucking socks off, but it would literally get a doctor. It would ruin his life. Uh, yeah. we, we do got a story we got to oh, sit yeah. on for now. But, but uh, uh, when this blows up or when the time is right, you know, we're going to come out with a Patreon or some sort of because we're dead. This is not a, you don't give this away on free television right here. So we're, we're going to come up with some sort of a tier system. And uh, that, that'll be on one of the tiers. The stories like this. We're just getting a collection of stories. And this one right here uh, is going to change. It, it would ruin change the way you think about certain people. It's going to it would ruin lines. And it would oh, no, it would just change. confirm the shit you already thought likely. Yeah. But yeah. It, it would be uh, first person <laughs> yeah. evidence that it happened. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, it's happening. It's, um, yeah, but yeah, the, we're not ready to destroy that doctor's practice right now. We're still <laughs> benefiting from the whole situation. Yeah, but, and then as soon as that well dries up, then then we'll be ready to go. Yeah, as soon as he refuses to cooperate, we're pulling the plug, baby. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, uh, I'm serious about the t- the Tony Atlas thing or something like. If it's a, anything like Tony Atlas, I would love to 
go on his uh, YouTube and troll him. So let us know when let, you, you'll be you'll be uh, keeping up on that, won't you? Hit. Uh, yeah, I've subscribed to that channel. I'm just waiting <laughs> for Tony Atlas to go live again so I can really fucking late to him. Uh, and with that, uh, peace out. Bye. Oh